my good sis, my good, good sis. Welcome back to another episode of the My Good Sis podcast, a self-care podcast empowering women to become unapologetically themselves. Your girl is back with another episode. We made it. The end of 2020, we are still here. I mean, we've got about a week or so to go, but girl, I'm telling you, it's been a wild ride. I'm not even going to bore you and inundate you and repeat all of the stuff you've heard on the news and how it's making you feel. And I get it. I know. I understand. I'm here. I'm here with you. Uh, Coronavirus is not the reason why you haven't heard from me for several weeks. I took some impromptu annual leave. At first I was AWOL. I was absent without leave. And then I looked around and was like, well, who's going to check me? So (laughs) it's it's annual leave. By any means necessary, I will take the leave that I need. And um, it was unintentional at first. And then as the days and the weeks went by, it just became increasingly necessary, all in the the name of self-care. I had my 33rd birthday. I'm here in my Jesus year, my year of completion. I am open and I am welcoming all of the amazing possibilities and opportunities and the love and positivity and abundance that is coming my way in this year. I'm looking forward to, you know, really, really filling my boots and stepping into my light. What is for me is not going to pass me by. And by all means, I am going to grab hold of it with two hands when it presents itself and I feel that this just might be the year that it happens for me in spite of coronavirus and what is happening around me. So I had my birthday and that was different. It was different because I am a sufferer of the birthday blues and it was 2018 that I realized that that's what it was and I wasn't just being a bitch before my birthday because that's what I thought I was I thought I was just being a bit spoiled expectant miserable moany and I used to struggle with those feelings and then 2018 I googled it because my uh, actual doctor is is google like doctor google encyclopedia google helper, right hand, Google, literally. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's a gift and a curse. Of course it is. You know, if you if you have a headache and you go on Google, it tells you that you've got cancer. So it's not good for everything. But um, I wanted to try to understand why do I feel like shit around my birthday? Uh, and then two years ago, it popped up with this thing called the birthday blues and it completely resonated with with me and it rationalized and it explained and I could understand you know what I was going through and why I was going through it and it's a bit more than feelings of inadequacy or it's a bit more than feelings of you know I haven't achieved what I thought I was going to achieve because in my wise mind I'm able to understand that I'm not going to conform to society and its pressures I'm going to just wait my turn and and I'm gonna be who I am in my entirety and you know I'm not going to apply that pressure onto myself so it's not 
it's not that it's just it seems to happen subconsciously and then I have I had because I'm healed now I'm fixed I had these issues when it came to my actual birthday plans and trying to please everybody and okay well she's not really into like like nice posh restaurants and she you know has just started a new job and it's on less pay and she's got a holiday booked at the end of the month so I know and her payday isn't until then and she might not have childcare and and literally you go through the list of people in your head and you want them all there and you want to keep them happy and you want to please them and you don't want to do anything that makes out like you're being unreasonable or inconsiderate you know I should be thinking that my sis is working that day and it's unreasonable to expect her to come out in the evening and you know and it just used to get too much to the point that I would shut down I I would start off with these plans of the weekend and it would be a three-day birthday it'll be a whole week celebration and then and then I would pre it and I would write it down and I would be like okay I'm gonna do this one do this one do this and then as the years went on I just got less excited less you know I I I wasn't it just didn't feel right um I could literally remember I used to be that girl who would send out that text hi guys it's that time of year again birthday yeah I'm gonna book a table here and I want to get bottles and free entry for these amount of people so please put your money in my account account details here yeah I used to do all of that um and then I just started to feel uncomfortable and I actually haven't asked myself what the turning point was if it was just getting older if it was just being more more aware if it was money if it was self-esteem or like a failed relationship or a bad relationship or whatever or the lies that I had told myself about myself and this want to please everybody and not bask in my birthday light. Anyway, I say all of that to say, this year I said to myself, I'm not doing it. So last year I was aware that I was feeling it and I put a lot of pressure on one person, my good sis. I'm sorry. Um, And I put a lot of pressure not on her to make me happy but just like look I'm not doing anything this year I'm not blah 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 and then obviously out of her love for me she was like okay I'm not gonna have you just in your house in your bed I'm gonna make sure that you do something so it was a lot for one person um and this year I said no 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 I am who I think I am I am who I say I am I'm going to celebrate myself I'm going to love on myself I'm going to have all of the things that I want to have I'm going to go where I want to go and who can make it amazing I would love to see you and who can't make it then let's catch up another time but I wasn't letting that dictate and I just literally it was like a switch it was like okay I've got birthday blues or I have historically had birthday blues and it makes, it, it stills your joy. It, it stills your joy at a time that you're supposed to be happy and at a time you're supposed to be celebrating yourself and loving on yourself and and just having that moment to, to like reflect and be like, look at all I've achieved. Like, I'm 
you know, I'm fire. Like, yeah, fuck it. I'm not going to let any childhood traumas or, or like any past life traumas or any failed relationships or anything that could add to this moment whereby I feel like I am not worthy of of that popping champagne. Fuck it. I want to pop that champagne. And um, I literally just changed my mindset and I was going for it. And I, along the way, I was slightly tested with, uh, mm, you know, you know, like from other people, you know, saying to me, oh, I'm not sure. Mm, uh, Maybe you should. uh, uh." And I was just like, no, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to do what I'm doing. Blah, blah, blah. And then Boris Johnson said, no, thanks. You're not doing nothing. You're staying in your house. And I had some things booked and I had some things in the pipeline and I was working on some stuff and we went into lockdown. So I didn't let it steal my joy too much. Um, I bought some cute pyjamas. I got my hair done anyway. I got my nails done anyway. (laughs) And um, I had a lovely day and my family and friends, they showed out and it was amazing. And we had a lockdown birthday um and actually on hindsight I didn't need all of those other things that I had planned I'd planned to spend hundreds of pounds in a restaurant and an outfit and this event and that and blah 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 and it's just like you know what what I had is all I needed and um I maintained that I wasn't having birthday blues this year this time um And I loved it. And so I took some time out for my birthday to just, you know, I think a week or two had passed and I was like, all right, I'm going to record, I'm going to record, I'm going to do do this. I've got so much to share, I've got so much to share. And then my birthday happened and it was just like, oh, okay, cool. And then I just went on this upward (laughs) trajectory of just vibes and happiness and busyness and lots of things I was really, really indulging in some self-care it was like amazing and then I I think it was early December I was like gosh I haven't I haven't been on the pod for a while um and it was my good sister who said no it's it's fine it's annual leave <laughs> it's birthday leave I was like yeah I like that so here we are I am back I am rejuvenated I am restored I am replenished I am your 33 year old good sis and I am excited to share what I am learning and what I'm doing and how I am embarking on this this uh this uh, journey called life and I'm happy to share it with you so thank you for coming back so what have I been doing I mean soon after that we was out of a lockdown and I damn sure made the most of it um and then now we're back in one so you know, we're just going to keep it moving. We're just going to keep it pushing and we're going to try and keep our sanity. Um, I want to normalise loneliness. There seems to be a bit of a taboo about loneliness. People seem to think it's a bit of a weakness um, or they cringe or they're quick to tell you that you're not lonely. You're just single at the moment by choice, hun, by choice. Um, or, you know, and it's out of love. So there's no malice, like there's no side eye, but people don't take you seriously. Like when you speak and you say that you're lonely, or if you're feeling lonely, I want you to feel empowered to speak on it and understand that if you aren't being received in the way that you would expect to be received, if you are 
are being so vulnerable when you are saying that fucking hell man I'm lonely like people are like oh yeah I know me too or um oh like don't worry about it you know like someone will come along and I was trying to understand loneliness and it and and making peace with it not being a weakness and making peace with the fact that if you are in a room of people sometimes you can still be lonely and really tapping into what it is you're lonely for what it is you're yearning for and then it can help you to really really you know like change that you know like how you know what is it that I'm lonely for so I read this article in um psychology today and it was about loneliness and it was and it was speaking about um, Sarah. <laughs> it was a case study about a woman called Sarah, that was it. And uh, she had expressed that she was lonely and she would be out with her friends and she would be doing certain things. She'll be with her colleagues um, and her family. But what she was actually lonely for was a partner and romantic love and that companionship. And having somebody around the house and having somebody there first thing in the morning and last thing at night. And and it really resonated with me because as much as I'm single and I'm empowered and I'm not searching, there are times of loneliness and I've got amazing people around me. And it's like, I don't want to feel ungrateful. And it's just that feeling conflicted. Like, actually, you can be lonely and have a great time but still be lonely for something else so I've got no big bomb to like drop about that okay I just want to bring it uh, to the forefront that we should normalize it we should normalize being lonely I've actually joined a matchmaking service so there's this amazing black uh service um which they made after um, Aunt Seema on Netflix, which is amazing. Um, and I have been following them on Instagram. It's called Match Make Me. And um, they didn't have any applications available for women for a while. So I switched on the little bell on Instagram so I could be notified of when they post so I could keep an eye on if they had like opened it or not. It's a really cool page. Um, and I thought, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a look at that anyway. Um, so some weeks ago, they opened their applications. And I actually, I, I like completed one. Um, and I didn't draft anything beforehand. And writing bios is the most boring, (laughs) tedious, difficult thing ever. It's like, oh, okay, I've got to do this. But it was really good. And I had to write a bit about me, a bit about what I was looking for. Um, And it really broke it down into his values, his characteristics, his physicality, you know. So that really helped me to put down on paper what it is that I'm looking for. Um, So I wrote a really lengthy bio. Um, I added a picture and then at the end you just get to schedule a call with a member of the team. Um, To join the service is £20 
Um, and then uh, you have the call and then you go into on, I guess, just like a wait list until like a match comes up. And I actually had my call on the new moon um, that has that has just gone. And I thought, oh, this is this is good. This is good. And um, it was a call with uh, Chris, which is a guy member of the team. And we was on the phone for a good 50 minutes. It was just talking, 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 talking. And I felt so heard. I felt so listened to. Um, I felt so understood. I didn't feel judged. You know, I didn't feel like my wants and uh, needs were like far fetched. Um, and it was a really good chat. And, you know, he asked me how I've ended up here and blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know, I'm just like, I've had enough of the apps. I'm not out. I'm not socializing. I feel like it's a bit more tricky to date when you're older. And I realize why that is, by the way, you know, um, and, um, so I thought I'd give it a try. I absolutely love your Instagram and I'm feeling a bit lonely. And he was like, oh no, we don't say lonely. We say companionship, you know, you know, that we want companionship. And it's like, but I can say that I'm lonely. Like I, I, what is it? Talk to me, message me, comment, like, tell me what is it about admitting that you're lonely that is seen as a weakness I'm not any less of a mother any less of a woman any less of a friend I'm not in a dark room crying because I'm lonely shit's getting done but have I got feelings of wanting a companionship he he was absolutely correct it is companionship but it doesn't mean that um I should ignore the fact that it's feelings of loneliness now I am incredibly blessed and I will not compare myself to like somebody who's been completely cut off from their family and friends, completely isolated, you know, like no child. No, like I, I have people around me. I have people at the end of the phone, FaceTime, you know, or like in person. I, you know, I'm good. But if we go back to Sarah, there, you know, you could be lonely for something um, specific, right? So you know, I've been in relationships and I know what that looks and that feels like. So, I mean, although they were highly, highly dysfunctional <laughs> and toxic, um, I, I've had some form of, of male companionship and it's like, yeah, fucking hell. Nah. It, it would be great. It would be great to feel um, those feelings again. And I was speaking to my good sis and she was, and I asked her, am I ever going to feel those feelings again of being, like, girly? And she was like, okay, define girly. And I'm like, you know, like, giggly. Like, I want to feel giggly. And she was like, no, that's gone. That's got That left me a good, I don't know, I think it was, like, six, six years ago. And I'm like, oh. And I really had to think about it and get my head around. Like, it would be fabulous to be on a date and just feel those feelings of, of, of giddiness and girliness and laughing and just, and then I'm thinking, shit, is that a holiday romance? Or like, have I got to just have a quick holiday romance just to feel that level of like escapism? Or can I have that in my relationship? It's a debate. It will be an ongoing topic. And I've got to check myself before I wreck myself because I could be looking for something that I will never, ever get again. And it's just like, when did that change for me? Now, I know when it became harder to date because I became more of a woman like dare I say it I became more confident more self-aware more sure about what it is that I wanted like I don't know if that's being more of a woman but I just was just more mature right and I was more like developed in 
who I am and where I'm going and where I'm coming from. And here's what I achieve on my own and, and I'm not taking no shit. Whereas in my 20s, I was a bit like, oh, well, he's cute. Let's see what he's saying. He's cute. Let's see what he's saying. He's cute. And now I don't really give a shit if you're cute. Like, I need to know what more you've got going for you. And as you get older, they they too come with more baggage. You know, like there's a lot of 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 men who have issues with us women with children or, you know, like past a certain age we get critiqued, like, oh, gosh, like, why are you sitting on the shelf? And that kind of shit. And we ask the exact same question, like, hold on a minute. you got hella baggage. So it's like, this is why it's harder, because as we get older, each individual gets a little bit more complex, more self-aware, um, and, and their needs and wants are more specific, right? And it isn't just, I'm going to go with the flow, I'm going to go with the ride. Anyway... I digress. I was talking about loneliness. Um, so if you have felt lonely or feelings of loneliness and you feel like you haven't been able to express that or you don't feel listened to, know that I hear you and I see you and I feel you and you can message me. But if you don't want to, just know that it is entirely incredibly normal and there is power in admitting how you feel and at at that moment and you know it will pass it will pass and you'll meet people and you know whatever you are lonely for you will meet and that requirement it will be filled and you will be at a place in your life where you feel like oh do you know what I'm content like it's coming it's coming as my good sister says help is coming so like whatever that is for you if it's lonely for um a partner if it's lonely for a child, a job, a wedding, a good like relationship with your your mom or your dad or whatever like it you know like whatever you're lonely for, whatever that yearn is, just have faith and normalize expressing that you're lonely for it, and it will come you know I mean obviously like if it's something a bit more techy that you've got to physically do the work for, then by all means do the work, but I think you know I feel like the first hurdle is knowing and accepting wow like this is this is how I feel like that's perfectly normal like I'm not weak like I you know like I'm not an idiot I'm not a dickhead like I'm not a fool you know yeah like bloody hell you're human and most of the world feel lonely right now because we have been cut off from so much of our normal activities so whereby I might have been able to have distracted myself from feelings of loneliness where where that whole like love and like connection is concerned because I would have been out and doing festive things with my daughter or friends and family I would be out drinking and shopping and partying and having dinners and work Christmas dues and all sorts of stuff like even simple things down to like commuting like still working from home I am right so it's I would have been distracted and I'm not. I'm fully, <laughs> I'm fully just cut off from my normal life and all of the things that I would have been doing to, to like please myself. So you do have that moment where you're like, oh, this is really, this is really stripping me back. Um, so at the moment, I'm just going to wait to hear from Matchmake Me and I will um, keep you posted. Uh, I'm not rushing them um, and they, have asked me to be patient and I absolutely will be um 
just wait and see when we come out of tier four to have a date with my match, potential match. Um, and I'll keep you posted about my blind date experience. Um, I was quite specific about certain things. Um, I wanted him to be older than me or like just my age or older than me. Um, they only specialize in black people and like black love. So, you know, that, so, so he'll be a black man. Um, I really struggled with the values versus characteristics uh, question. And I've been doing some work on values versus characteristics because after saying something like, you know, he has to be God-fearing, he has to fear, you know, something higher than him. He can't just be walking out here aimlessly. And he has to be family-orientated. I kind of got a bit stuck. I started saying things like honest and integral and reliable and consistent and considerate and uh, compassionate and family-orientated, which, again, is a value. But I kept on saying things. I was like, hold on, are they characteristics? That sounds like a characteristic. Or is that a value? Like, really, it just blew my mind. And it's been bothering me, like, oh, gosh, have I missed my opportunity for a potential match because I wasn't clear on values. Um, so, yeah, fully trying to figure out the difference. And, I mean, I know what it is, but in, like, you know, if a man is honest, is that his values? Or is that his characteristics? Is that who he is as a person? I don't know. I might sound stupid to, to him, so I'm listening. Like, no, like, no, of course it is. Of course it isn't. But it threw me at the time. So if you're lonely, sis, you know, do what you can do. But be kind to yourself and understand that these are not normal times. And you can't go out and, and like, busy yourself and 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 do things that you would usually do and don't settle sis don't settle don't get don't get into a lockdown love situation don't get into a a like relationship just because uh you are lonely and you haven't got anything to do in the meantime now come on i'm 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 not i'm not against lockdown relationships just be aware that you're in a lockdown relationship is that the most important thing? Like, make sure that you're both on the same page and that you know that you're keeping each other company and you're not getting carried away with what this could potentially be. Now, obviously, obviously, if you're in an intense, you know, um, space with somebody, it could grow and it could be beautiful and it could be exactly what you needed to just sit and learn the person and have no distractions and amazing. And it could be the start of something beautiful or it could be that you just quickly pick someone up and you know that he's the complete opposite to you he's you know it's like chalk and cheese and you're gonna try and fit a square into a circle hole now I'm not here to tell you which one it is you know which one it is both are fine as long as you're aware and you know what you're signing up to you know so I I could easily grab somebody off of an app or out of Tesco's you know I could quickly grab someone one x I could quickly go back to just just to fill that gap and that void so and that's something else that's where I find strength in my loneliness I I don't see it as a weakness because I'm incredibly strong for being lonely and not trying to fill it with somebody that I know isn't good for me and that I've grown past and beyond um and I would rather sit and feel it I would rather sit and feel these feelings and 
learn what they're trying to teach me rather than quickly just distract and say, all right, I'm going to go back to him. I'm going to go back to him. And you know that, you know, if you listen to a previous episode, you know that um, I took a vow of a celibacy. So it's like, wow, okay, yeah. (laughs) No uh, extracurricular and um, no more deep, you know, connections. So if you are feeling lonely and you, um, you know, have been encouraged to, to, to not call it loneliness or you haven't been embraced in your loneliness or you, you feel like you haven't been understood, just remember how strong you are. Just remember how strong you are for even acknowledging it and identifying it as loneliness and rate yourself, give yourself a pat on the back, clap for your damn self that you haven't tried to... Um, do too much, you know, to to fill it. It could be to your detriment and you'll come out of this lockdown with a baby or with a relationship that you didn't want, with another notch on your bedpost that you didn't want just because you couldn't sit and feel it. So, yeah, just know that you're a strong one, man. You're a real one. You're a real one. So that is what I wanted to touch on. I wanted to talk to you about my self-care things that I've been doing, some incredibly self-indulgent things. So I um, have been loving my therapist. I mean, and I feel like people think that to have a ther- to have to qualify for therapy, you need to have um, some massive thing that has happened to you in your past. And the amount of self-awareness that I, I have and that I'm growing in um, is just amazing. It's just making my experience on this earth so much better. So much better. Literally, I can choose to respond or react or have that conversation with my therapist. And that's literally like the quick process that I go through. Like, hmm, nah, <laughs> I'm not going to do this today. Let's just let's just leave that to therapy. Um, I have a black therapist. I think I've... I've spoken about her before and it's very much a part of my self-care. I've been loving my sessions. Um, I did say to you that it was a bit tricky for me because you'll just listen, listen, listen. But she, she's she been coming with the gems. I guess it was it was just us warming up and she's on annual leave for three weeks. And I'm like, right, okay, what do I do? So um, if you're like me and you do have a therapist and she's on annual, he or she is on annual leave for the um, uh, Christmas period, um, I have decided to still still try to like honour my time with my therapist. So that hour a week that I would have, I would, um, I'm going to keep to myself and I will journal in that time. I will meditate in that time. I'll go for a walk in that time. I will self-reflect in that time. And Or I'll just write all the things down that I would have wanted to speak to her about. Um, I don't know if I will share it with her in three weeks' time. Or if I would have moved past it. Like myself. Because if I move past it myself, then I won't need to, uh, you know, speak to her about it. Um, so self-care, that is just, it's just amazing. It's just, I, I just love it. And I have to incorporate it in my monthly outgoings now as just a part of my life. <laughs> and that hour is just not long enough. Um, and she's amazing. She's just amazing. So therapy, therapists, have that conversation, 
do a bit of therapy shopping um, until you find somebody who really resonates with you and give it a try. Give it a try. Um, I think you can all benefit from it. I had Reiki. I had Reiki with somebody called the New Age Healer on Instagram. He's a young black guy. Um, I was a bit taken aback by his age, how he appeared, like how young he appeared. But my spirit kept on on that encouraging me. It's fine, do it. It's fine. And I don't really play that. I don't mess with these fake spiritual, you know, like practitioners and these people who claim that they know and all of that. I'm just like, because mm, I know my stuff myself. I'm my own spiritual person, right? So I'm like, okay, let me let me not dabble. And I know sometimes, you know, if you do dabble, you you end up worse off, you know. So, um, I didn't. Uh, let his age sway me. I went with my spirit. I went with my gut, and um, I had Reiki. And for those who don't know, Reiki is kind of like energy healing. Not kind of like it is energy healing, where the energy is moved throughout your body um, and out. You know, if there's anything negative and heavy, it's moved out. Um, you could be realigned if something's a bit, you know, off kilter. Um, and it was just an amazing experience. Um, I'm, I need to have a couple of more sessions with him, but he, he has gone back to Brazil for uh, the Christmas period. So I will keep you posted about that. But I just felt incredibly relaxed. I was suffering from insomnia and I haven't suffered with insomnia since that one session. And um he was just phenomenal. He was super knowledgeable, really kind, really personable, um, available. If I had any issues, he went above and beyond in his service. If you ask me as a spiritual person or a like practitioner myself, I wouldn't be as available, but he was so available. You know, his questions, the, the time he took on the phone, um, the like consultations, uh like he was just you know and then the actual service as well I definitely felt lighter the whole process was it was deep it was deep and I was moving some heavy baggage some stuff so it's like okay I'm doing my own stuff fine and then I've got my therapist fine and then I get into this state of deep meditation where in my subconscious or deep in me I'm still carrying things that I didn't even think was an issue I didn't even think it was a thing. I was like, oh, whatever. Um, just, it's made me so mindful to not make, not to do things just for the here and now and that instant gratification and that temporary, because it leaves a print. It leaves a print and it could, it, it could come back to haunt you or it could just be there and you don't know that it has left a print until you like tap in or until you try and do something else or until you try to move forward in like a different area of your life. And then you've got this time at band camp where you did this thing and it comes back to haunt you and it's now a whole new blockage. It's just a bit of a crazy cycle. That's yet another reason why it's harder to date when you're older. Um, and it's yet you know, even more of a reason to be proud of yourself that you are not filling up your time if you're lonely with with like people and things 
and vices that you know that aren't good for you because it will just leave that print. It will leave that print. So more power to you, sis. More power to you. Um, so I, I'm trying to make peace with some of these prints. I'm trying to erase and delete some of these prints. I'm trying to smooth over and just be like, hey, let's just, let's just try and make this, this dent not so deep, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like some of these prints. And it's just, it's just life stuff, sis. It's just, it's life stuff. There's nothing majorly traumatic. Yes, there's been some slight trauma, but not anything like majorly or not like a long string of trauma. You know, just, just shit that's happened to you, I'm sure. And it's like, oh, wow, that's, that's really in there. And I'm just wondering if, if I don't deal with it, if I'm not going to break the cycle, if I'm not going to be like open and willing to more love and light and more opportunities and happiness and peace. Peace is the end goal. Why am I doing all of this? Why am I taking breaks? And why am I in therapy? And why am I having Reiki? And why am I journaling? And why am I meditating? And why am I so big on self-care? Because the world is a mad place and people are mad and and people have their 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 own motives and there's people who are walking around who are just like a shell of a person who come to affect your your like livelihood and your liberty and your happiness and you have to protect yourself at all costs and my goal is just to have that peace i mean of course i've got all these other things that are shiny and fancy and 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 i want that that husband and that happy ending but i just want peace I just want to be at peace and I want to just, just, I just want to vibrate highly and be who, um, I am on this earth to be. So I just need to love on myself so I can, and I need to heal and I need to forgive and I need to try and break any generational, you know, curses or patterns I need to do better. I'm at, I'm I'm currently at a space in my life where by with my daughter, she is she she will be eleven in a few months, and I'm thinking, okay, I need her to be more savvy with things around the house, and you know, you know, with her own self. Like you know, I I don't want to keep her baby too long, but then I'm taking like a rain check. Like, okay, is it too soon to do certain things? Just because at her age, I was doing X amount of chores. I've, I'm now asking myself, okay, is that the right thing to do? Like, just because it's what I was doing, do I want to repeat that? All of these, all of these conversations that I'm having with myself in the name of peace and self-love and just, and that self-awareness and striving to just know that I'm doing my best, you know? And it's exhausting. <laughs> Let's not don't don't get twisted. It's exhausting. It is exhausting. It's not always um roses and baths with salts and candles and crystals and zen. Like I'm sure you've seen those memes on Instagram whereby they say, um, you know, like what you thought your spiritual awakening would be like versus exactly what it it is, and you look like you've been like dragged through a, a a bush backwards and a lot of the time that's how it feels like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god um but it's worth it because for all of the the days and weeks that you're saying oh my god oh my god 
you have this like really lovely prolonged period of just bliss and peace and happiness and zen and you just have this this um this shield this glow and you're just like i don't actually give a shit about half of the things that these people are stressing and flustered about and but because you're just at peace you know unflappable at peace so i had reiki with the new age healer amazing um i'll keep you posted i might do um a whole uh, podcast episode about exactly what that is and exactly what happened and but as you can hear this is just a bit of a catch-up for the last couple of weeks and then I had a whole massage and um my good sis sent me a code because her good sis had a has home massages so I got some money off and I was able to get a 90 minute massage for the price of a 60 minute massage so I do have a code if you want one shout me <laughs> and I will send it to your dms um I can I think it's 20 pounds off obviously we're in tier four so you know but the code doesn't expire until like the end of next year um and the app is called Urban. I'm out here plugging these people, innit? Um, and the app is called Urban. And I just put in a classic. I didn't want a deep tissue. I literally just felt so heavy. Like, oh my God. I need to just do something. I need to release. And I think with being celibate as well, there is no there there is no energy release in that in in that kind of way and shout out to my therapist who validated the fact that sex is a massive energy release it is it is bigger than drinking and gambling and shopping and all of these other vices like people just need to just release that energy and I guess work work themselves out a bit so when you aren't doing that I've got all of this energy and it's amazing because I'm able to really use it to do some other more positive things I guess not not even more positive I'm not anti-sex or like anti-orgasms I'm just anti-fuck boys and um wasting my goddamn time and soul ties and these things so I would rather use all of that energy to create something beautiful, which is a skill in itself, right? But I'm aware that I've got this extra energy and that sometimes it can feel feel a bit overwhelming. So I was just like, oh my God, I need to just get this out. So I had this whole massage. I had a classic um, and I ordered a black man. <laughs> oh, it's a bit seedy, isn't it? I ordered a black man. And I was on the app and I was seeing like the reviews and the ratings and who was who and I had a picture and there was a couple of black people on there. And I ordered this this guy who looked a bit young. Um he's quite handsome actually. Um he only had like twenty-nine reviews versus people who had like um three hundred and four hundred, right? And I thought, oh, okay, well, we'll see it is what it is what is like 70 80 pound between friends <laughs> like you know he's on the app he's been vetted whatever you know um and it took me a while to relax because as much as that's the lifestyle that I'm I'm like creating for myself it was still very new like oh I've got this man in my house. So, and I ordered it quite late on a Sunday night. So I ordered him to come at about eight o'clock, eight, half eight. And I made sure that 
you know, all 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 of the housework was done. And my daughter's packed lunch was packed for the next day and her school uniform was ironed. So when he left, I could just get in my bed. And um it took me a while to relax. Like, oh, I've I've got a man in my house massaging me. Like <laughs> my brain was doing the most. Um maybe about half an hour in, I was like, Nicola, look, you you haven't got long. Um he was a bit chatty at first and um I was like, I just really want to relax. But it was lovely that I had my incense, I had my candles, I had my lighting how I wanted, although my eyes were closed most of the time. And um, I had my music on and he just did his thing. And he was more, I think he's coming more from like a sports massage, sports science background. So he didn't have that spa touch where, you know, um, I think it's quite a basic kind of uh, technique where you're, where you aren't meant to ever lose touch with the person. Um, so if you so if you move sides and you keep your hand on them, or if you get more oil, you keep your hand on them, or whatever. Like he was very just like quite like matter of fact, like uh, arms, feet, legs, back, whatever, you know, it was quite but at at the same time, I physically do not have any knots. And I didn't have any knots. Um, you know, like once he left and I went and ran a salt bath afterwards and it was just bloody heaven. I just laid there like, oh my God. Um, so it's, it's, it's expensive. It is expensive. So it will be a treat once in a while. But, um, I guess without, you know, I'm not, I'm not going out to dinners. I'm not really doing anything like that. I'm, I'm still looking cute, hair and nails and these things, but I guess, um, I'm not spending that much money, so I can, I've got that little excess that I can say, all right, I'm going to do Reiki, I'm going to have a home massage, I'm just going to, like, love on myself, and it really, it sounds so self-indulgent, but it has really been, like, super, 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 super helpful, and I'm looking forward to just doing it, and, you know, when I, um, when I'm having these conversations with myself about what it is that, I need support with and help with in like certain areas of my life it's just like okay well you can pay someone to do that or you can get help there or you don't have to struggle when you don't have to like do these things on your own you can definitely find ways to make it a bit easier for yourself I have to divorce the struggle I'm a strong independent black woman and it comes with a lot of cons okay I mean you know like the main pro is is that I get shit done and no one can tell me nothing <laughs> and it is what it is but it comes with a lot of cons I'm not I'm not going to go through them all because you know them you know what they are and it's like okay I'm brief e- exhaustion so it's like okay I'm not waiting for a man to come in on a chariot and say, let me take 50% of your burden, sis. So what can I do for myself? And for you, it might not be therapy, although I think it should be. (laughs) And it might not be Reiki and it might not be home massages. You know, you might not have the money to do those things, but what can you do to make it a bit easier for yourself so you aren't miserable? Is it that you work... just like a little bit harder on a Sunday or you do like a bit of it on a Saturday so you don't have to do as much on a Sunday like what what is it how can you parcel out your week in a way that you have some dedicated time to yourself that same um aunt Seema 
um, uh, some months ago, I watched uh, um, an episode of that, and she uh had a lady on there who was really quite hard to match actually she was quite quite tough and she went on a date and this guy said to her basically um that he likes to go on holiday for a week or two at a time and she was disgusted she she couldn't understand she couldn't understand why he or anyone would need that much of a break from their life and that really stayed with me because I mean I thought she was being a bit ridiculous because of course I want to lay on the beach for seven days like obviously (laughs) right but I guess depending how you look at it why do you need to have that much of a break from your life where are the pauses in your week in your day you know, is it that you have to wake up a bit earlier to hold the meds? I mean, to actually hold the meds, to um, have a stronger connection with God or your, like, spirituality, to sit and to, to like, you know, like, drink some water and to do some journaling and, like, plan out your day and, like, give thanks, have some gratitude, you know, to, like, burn an incense and just you know, or place some music to have some, have a pause. And I think with most of us working from home, having, having some structure and some boundaries, it's paramount to our mental health. So we just don't have this big ball of just, you know, that work and home being the exact same place and not having to, you know, and not being able to, to really separate. Um, and then you just, kind of end up feeling like, right, I I need a break from it all. I need a break from work. I need a break from home. And you can't go nowhere because you're in lockdown. Anyway, so, um, yeah, most definitely find time to love on yourself in your week and be unapologetic about it. You don't have to explain it. You don't have to announce it. You, You don't have to pay for it. I mean, I've done lots of things. I'm just telling you, who I've used and what I've done externally, but I've had baths, I have, I mean, I wash anyway, obviously I have showers and baths and, you know, things, but I've made it a bit more elaborate, a bit more, you know, with this oil, with this salt, with this music playing, with this candle, you know, um, I have spent a bit more time on my skincare regime and just things that is like, do you know what? Yeah, I've got dishes. Yeah, I've got to hoover. Yeah, I've got to iron. Yeah, I've got to work. Yeah, I've got to plan this thing. Yeah, I've got to, you know, life life be life in, but I, I get to do this for myself and I'm doing this for myself and it's in, and, and it's in aid of self-care. So um, I used to be incredibly frustrated when I would hear and see things that would advise me to do things that involves spending money. So I'm very mindful that not everybody wants to or is able to um, spend extra money on on their self-care. And um, it wasn't too long ago that I really pushed back on that idea. Um, but as I'm like, I guess, growing and evolving, I'm just becoming a little bit more like, okay, fuck it, I'm going to do what I've got to do. Um, but there's definitely, definitely ways to just take a pause and have a bit of structure and some routine that includes yourself and not what you can do for others or not what you 
should be doing for others or to meet the expectations of others. Meet your own expectations versus meet those expectations. So that's what I've been getting on with. Lots of lots of lovely stuff. Um, Clubhouse. <laughs> I know this is just the most random catch up in history. I don't even know what to call this episode. It's just... I'm back. <laughs> um, Clubhouse. So, um, Clubhouse is a new social media platform for the elite, and I am in it. Um, <laughs> I haven't had it for very long. It was by invitation only, and it's a place whereby let like let me try and get this right because I'm still learning it myself. My profile on there is shit. I haven't linked my Twitter or my Instagram. I haven't written a bio. I've just about got a picture. I I don't participate that much, but it it is kind of interesting. And I can see my good sis moving over there in 2021 once I get my head around it properly. So for those who know, send me a message and teach me how to use it. For those who don't know, what I've gathered so far is it is a app called Clubhouse and it's like a speaking app where they create rooms that is based on a topic and lots of people can join the room and whoever has, is like the host or can um invite people to like participate and join in in a conversation and all you can see is the person's actual profile picture in the room but you can hear whoever's talking's voice and and it'll have like a like moderator who 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 can who can control who's talking and who's not talking and can invite people in or whatever and I was in a room the other day with Meek Mill and he was talking about, about financial literacy and, and like generational wealth and businesses and stuff. And then, and then somebody else. And I, if, if I want to, I can raise my hand to speak because obviously whoever is like moderating the room with Meek Mill isn't going to say, oh yeah, Nikki from London, let her chime in and have a chat. But um, if, if you want to chime in, you can raise your hand and you can speak. You can rub shoulders with some of these people. You're like, oh, well, not, not shoulders, it's voices. <laughs> You can rub voices. Um, and I guess the more detailed your your bio is, I, you know, and I guess you can have followers as well. So, like, the more of those you have, the more people, um, uh, I guess, are going to be more intrigued by what you have to say. So it's a part of my plan to build on my bio on, on, on there and to build on my LinkedIn and build my website and blah, 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 blah. You know how it goes, sis. Lots of building, lots of, of, of like development and, and that self, self, um, improvements. That's what I'm doing with all of that sexual energy that I'm not giving away or, you know, or that I'm not just releasing it into the ether. I am developing and creating and manifesting and designing my life. Anyway, Clubhouse. Um, so, if you're on Clubhouse, follow me, um, Nikki, at, at Nikki, I think. <laughs> I don't even know how to give you my Clubhouse handle. How sad. Um, and, yeah, 
So for those who didn't know, and I know that there's a few people that I talked to that I haven't spoken to about it and who didn't know, now you know. Um, I heard somebody in a room the other day say, yeah, like these days they just be like letting anyone in. So, you know, it, it sounds like it's a house party, but it's not a house party because you can't see the person's face. And I was in a room with like 400 people the other day and some of the topics, they're so varied. Some are kind of like lessons and teachings and some are like meditations and just conversations and it's just like yeah this is this 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 could be dope so let's see if it works out and I just wanted to touch on it because I will be moving over to it so the next time you hear from me I will have a clubhouse handle and a room for you to follow so um yeah Let's just leave it there because I'm trying to give you my clubhouse handle without a room to follow. Pointless. I hope I've explained that properly. Um, And if I haven't, just go and check it out and then you can get a better idea of what it is um, for yourself. Um, Okay, so just just, um, a few more things before I wanted to wrap up that I wanted to touch on is the great conjunction that we've obviously had and it's passed but it's still very relevant um it's the day where black people were supposed to get their powers and like, tweets and like the, I, I think I hate the internet I mean I love it of course of course I do but wow hon wow powers you know powers anyway um it was a powerful day and it is still a very powerful time um so just a quick recap uh basically Saturn and Jupiter, the father and the son planets, that's their relationship. Um, Jupiter is the uh, planet of expansion and abundance and wealth and happiness and joy. And let's make this happen. And Saturn is the planet of restriction. You're going to work hard for this. It's going to be tight for you. Taskmaster, Mr. Hard Work. Um, Both of them were at the same place, zero degrees. Um, on the 21st of December. And that is what was called the Great Reset. So because they were both at the same place, at zero degrees, it's like it cancelled each other out. So at that point, on that day, it wasn't to be harder or easier. It was just whatever you wanted it to be. Create, create, create. So... I on my Instagram I was like can you please just remove any old old pictures and old like you know like text message threads and things that don't serve you in your life in general and think abundantly and create something like amazing for your life so like to release and let go so like you know on a new moon it's um a time to like manifest and on a uh, full moon it's a time to release but on that day you should have been doing both um, and make a two-year plan because the planets are going to be where they are-ish with some movement, but in, in like that same kind of area. So not quite at zero degrees, but maybe at like zero, zero point one and then just keeping on moving, you know, like to point two, point three, et cetera, et cetera. Um, until uh, the spring equinox in March. Um, so that happens in March. So we have three months 
whereby they are close together and are working hard for you to to both like release and manifest and to create what you want your life to be for the next 20 years you'll be locked in for 20 years there's significance around what you manifest now it will manifest sorry it will it should come to pass it in between now and the next two years. And then you'll be locked into that cycle for 20 years. And for me, who needs dates and endings and deadlines and things like that, it's amazing. It's bigger and it's more powerful than just saying in a new moon, you know, if you manifest now on this new moon in six months time, it should come to pass. This one just feels so much more powerful because I do not want to be the same person today in the next 20 years. So I owe it to myself. And what it's asking you to do that is different to a new moon is in a new moon journal, I would say, write your dreams, your desires, your wishes, dream big, and you know, and and close the book and don't worry about it. With this, great conju- with this great conjunction, you need to actually do a bit of the work. So you have Jupiter that wants to make it possible for you. And is a cheerleader in your corner. And you have Saturn who's like, all right, but, you, but, but you've got to show me. Well, go on. Like, you've got to show me how you're going to do this. So making those steps. So yeah, dream big. But how think about how you are going to get there what is it that you are going to do to get those results I don't want you to worry too much about the the how always just focus on the why the how is just like you know what if it's meant for you it will happen but at the same time you need to have a little bit of how so you don't have to have like the whole plan okay I'm going to move into this house and I'm going to get this mortgage with this company at this interest rate and I want to have this deposit we'll do it by that date that might be too much of a how but if you want to have a mortgage you know that you have to work and save x amount of money boom that is your how and then let the universe do its magic but don't just say yeah man I want a mortgage and then each and every month you're just spending more money than you're saving and you aren't on track to getting your mortgage you you haven't made any sacrifices you haven't made any cuts you're just chatting shit you're just dreaming sis you're just wishing sis you can't do that (laughs) yeah you need to so there's so much that I I want um (laughs) I sound so ungrateful give it to me give me all of it um (laughs) there's so much that I want and actually it's like okay I literally felt like challenge accepted. What is it that I have to do? So I want this kind of image. I want this kind of, you know, um, self-care, you know, thing that I do and that I embrace. So it means that I have to wake up that bit earlier. I've got to set my alarm. I've got to drink more water. I've got to go for walks. I've got to do more journaling. I've got to... um, 
be more focused on my fruit and, and, and veg intake. I've got to make more smoothies. I've got to drink less alcohol. I've got to, you know, so it's all well and good saying I want to look a certain way and I want to feel a certain way and my skin and my hair and my nails to thrive and my stomach to be flatter and all of these things and my skin to glow and to just have like real clarity but am I eating McDonald's every day obviously not that's disgusting but what am I doing am I drinking the water or am I just buying a bag of gin which yeah I'm just buying a lot of gin I went to and I went to Costco the other day oh my god who knew who knew (laughs) well you lot all knew but I didn't (laughs) and you know I came back with more alcohol than anything else (laughs) in the basket like oh Oh, I see, I see, I see, I see people buying like meat and you know rice and pasta and clothes, and I, and I've got gin and Hennessy and wine like by the caseload. Like, okay, hun. So that's that's not helping my well being, is it? That's not helping my skin. It's not helping my long term goal. So what am I going to do? Right, I'm just going to drink on a Friday, or I'm just going to drink on a Saturday. That kind of thing. That's really quite basic. And then you've got your, like, next tier of, all right, well, I would like this car. Um, so how am I going to get it? What am I going to do? How much am I going to save so I can get that deposit? And, and, I, and I want to keep my, like, monthly payments down. So I'm going to have enough aside for my, um, oh, what's that thing called? My car insurance. Yeah, so it's just, okay, so that's what I want to do. I'm not just going to sit and just, you know, wait until it comes and be like, okay, all right, I'll just pay for that monthly. No, that's not what I want. And then I want my my bar, my business and my this and my that and my, and it's just like, these are the steps. Okay, I've got to get on LinkedIn more seriously. I've got to network. I've got to put myself out there. I've got to look and dress a certain way. And it just really had me thinking. So I really appreciated the energy from the Great Conjunction. And if you didn't do anything on the 21st, you've got until the 21st of March until Saturn leaves Jupiter behind a bit and then it shifts along. So you've got until March to really create a plan for the next two years that you are happy with, that's big enough, that's um, inspirational enough, that's aspiring to something amazing and great that you're happy with to keep you locked in for the next 20 years. The date in the next 20 years will be 2040. (laughs) And uh, I will be, by the grace of God, 53 years old. And I've got to think, what am I doing for 53-year-old Nikki? What am I investing at? What am I doing today for her? So that might help you. It um, it might not. Uh, if you believe in astrology or not, I'm sorry. It is what it is. Um, if you're a staunch Christian, you're probably not on this podcast. But if you are, just know God created the planet's. And um, he he's not, this isn't, this isn't witchcraft, this isn't voodoo, this isn't, you know, I'm not, I'm not preaching the work of the devil. This is, God is very much at the forefront. Um, and it's just science. It's just energy. It's just what it is. And um, I'm going to go off on a complete tangent now. But for those who don't believe that God... Um, 
has anything to do with astrology and astronomy and you know and like the stars and their powers and their meanings there was actually a book in the bible called the book of enoch um that has been taken out of of these more like modern versions of the bible uh, and enoch it, he was the um i i want to call him like the sky's watchman you know he was the one that counted out all of the um constellations and things like that and it's you know if you read one of the very very uh first orthodox bibles that the ethiopians still use um it's in there but if you don't have access to that which most people do not you can actually research on youtube on google you can purchase the book of enoch separately and it's in there it's in there it is in there you know um it's the same as crystals crystals is in your current bible it's somewhere in exodus um it you know it's it's there it isn't you know, I feel like this is why I push back so much on that religion, because it feels like a little bit manipulative. Like, this is what you should know. And this is how we want you to to act and live your life and behave. But I'm going to take out some of these other books, these other chapters of the Bible. So you can just ignore that bit. Just 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 ignore that bit and live this way. And I can't fuck with that. I need to know the whole story so I can figure out where I go on and what I want to do for myself. Okay, good. Anyway, tangent over. So the great conjunction, do it, be mindful of it. You owe it to yourself in 2040 that you have orchestrated, you know, your life in as much as, as, as you can, you know? So, yes, get it, girl, get it. Do we gotta do? Um, it's been a very interesting year, and um, I'm gonna sign out with lots of love and gratitude. Um, I'm thankful, I'm blessed, I'm humbled, and it's been a hell of a ride. Um, thank you for being on this journey with me. Thank you for being patient with me. Um, my inconsistent self. Um, but it's worth it. It's worth it. I promise you it's worth it. Stick with me. Stick with me. <laughs> Stick with me. I've got some big things for you in store in 2021. If God spares life and if COVID allows me to move a little bit more and differently and, you know, um, I put on my Instagram um, a few days ago that maybe this is a womb and not a tomb and we shouldn't see it as like, oh, I can't do this and this is terrible and oh my God, how am I going to survive? Maybe this is just the time where we're just supposed to nurture and incubate and water ourselves and just work on whatever it is. And again, if we go back to the Great Conjunction and you know, like what the stars and the universe is aligning for us and to receive our powers and to rise in power and to be who we know we are and to be who we say we are and think and feel we are to really meet, reach our maximum potential and be aligned with our purpose. 
this is the time to just do it, to sit and hold a med. So you've caught me at a time where, well, not that you've caught me because I've most definitely infiltrated your ears. <laughs> I've put myself out there, but I've put myself out there at a time where by I'm doing both. I am... I am growing and I'm incubating and I'm sprouting and I'm learning and I want to be out there and I'm but yeah I've got some more work to do and I always used to be so transparent about I want to capture the journey I want to document the journey it's really frustrating when people just come out and they say oh my god it was so hard for me I had I had eight pounds in the bank and my eight kids needed nappies and I didn't and you know and it's just like okay all right but now you're a multi-millionaire and a best-selling author and a top actress yes I moved to the states with 50 pounds in the bank and now I'm a Grammy nominee you're like okay like (laughs) so you know I'm not I'm not saying that I'm that down and out right but I'm I'm most definitely still a work in progress and I just want to try and keep that link with you all that, you know, I'm a real person and you have a friend in me, a sister in me, an ally in me that I know how it goes and I'm I'm here for the realness and, you know, I will eventually have a big success story that I'll be able to say, yeah, and these are the people that I, I, I included in that story and, um, and I just, I just hope that it's helpful, man. Honestly, I really hope that I'm not just like talking in vain a lot of the time, and that you can get some kind of encouragement, some kind of gem, some some kind of you know like positive reinforcement, validation, support, advice, whatever it is. Um, and that it's been it's been helpful because that's just my main aim is to really help and support and I really need to put self-care and well-being and self-love back on the map as as like the agenda of 2021 um I'm doing it at work you know um you know that I'm a HR professional but I'm definitely more into the well-being and the health and well-being side of things race has definitely been put on the agenda but you know it's just really important to me that we we take care of ourselves to enable us to take care of others you know they say each one teach one and all of these things anyway I've got so many little stories and things that have happened in like the last um couple of weeks that I've not been around where like men are concerned and realizations and disrespect and things like that so stay tuned for like a juicy gossip edition where I'm just going to close out the year with he said can you believe oh my god guess what like literally um because yes I am I am loving on myself and I'm trying to to reach that state of inner peace and self-awareness um but motherfuckers still be trying me (laughs) like they still be trying me yes I'm still single yes I am like celibate but I'm not completely like closed off to looking like I I'm I'm not saying that I don't want somebody right now I want somebody and in the process of trying to meet someone and find someone motherfuckers be finding me it's like what so just get your popcorn because 
this was just a catch up. I had to explain myself and justify where the hell I've been and what I've been doing and why. Um, but next, next, next week we, we will get into it. I'm going to tell you about how I've had to put some of these self-care tips and practices into actual, actual real life, like boundaries. It isn't just, oh, I'm going to cream my skin with this hundred pound cream. Like, no, I'm going to tell a motherfucker to fuck off. (laughs) And that is self-care. So, um, stay tuned. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for staying around. Thank you for being patient. Um, have a Merry Christmas because it is, what day is it? Wednesday, Wednesday now. Um, it's, well, it will be Wednesday when you hear this. So, um, Christmas time is in a couple of days. So have a lovely Christmas. Um, remember to give thanks and don't lose sight of what it actually is. You know, it's like meant to be a a day of like celebration of like love and family and you know I know that it's meant to be the birth of Jesus Christ but that's a different story altogether because I'm not even going to get into that and my beliefs so we're just gonna park that one right there um but have a lovely lovely Christmas and give thanks for life because 2020 has taken so many people's loved ones um and we just just need to just enjoy live life and enjoy so i'm gonna leave you and i will be back next week with my gossip edition my own gossip because i don't i don't play that i don't chat people's business okay (laughs) so it's my own business um so i will be talking to you after my own christmas celebrations and um i love you all thank you very much merry christmas